We say what they can't radio. Before we start this podcast, I'd like to de- dedicate this episode to Kobe Bean Bryant alongside his daughter, G.G. Bryant, and the seven other passengers that passed away in the fatal helicopter accident on January 26th. So we'll do 24 seconds of silence along with eight gunshots and two explosions. God rest their soul. This is the breakdown. Give it to you, don't care how you feel. This is the breakdown. Give it to you so you know it's real. This is the breakdown. Give it to you how we give it to you. This is the breakdown. Yeah, yeah. This is the breakdown. The real is back. Some ain't hearing that, but they know the feel is back. The ill is back. Them talk this and that, but we like to stick the facts. Check your Google Apps. The DJs ran the raps. You asked them to spin it back. Across the map, parties we had them on shakedown. We came to talk up. This is the breakdown. We are back. We are back. We are back. We're back. Guess what, y'all? We giving flowers out today. We giving out flowers. Yes, yes, yes. Weezy F baby, y'all. Yes, yes, we are back with the Breakdown Podcast. I'm your beloved and blessed host, Skills, alongside my co-host, Young Michael. What's going on, my good brother? Wow, young real estate nigga with an attitude. What's good? How you doing, man? How you doing? Let's cut the bullshit. I'm happy. I'm happy. It's going to be a good fucking episode. I'm looking for... Look, let's cut the bullshit. Let's go. Let's go. I don't even want to talk about it. Let's go. Mm. He said, let's go. So we going. Mm. Mm. So the legend... Wizzy F Baby dropped the album. But she my little mama. I make up a set open for me like a piñata. And as the world turns, she was my spin doctor. Cause when I was down, you got lost on me like that. I know that time change. I don't think I'll change. I changed my mind a bunch of times, but that's just my game. Baby, stop. Nah, this shit is hard though, Mike. Who I look like when playing with you. I was running. It's one of the few songs I like. Just who I ran into. Closed my eyes last night and had a dream. I was dying. When I woke up, I was surprised. And I hate surprises. I hate to love that love to hate. But when it's all synchronizing, it feel just like the flames have died up in this cold state of mind. Promethazine tranquilizes as I say my goodbyes. Pay them no mind. And as I wait for my receipt, I just got my face tatted and it felt orgasming. I got on a straight jacket. Then it was. So, Little Wayne just recently dropped the album. It's called Funerals, a surprise album, so I did not know it was coming out. You knew it was coming out, young Michael? No. You was happy when it came out? Yes. What do you think of the album? I'll say this. A breath of fresh air. It is so satisfying when you tell someone the truth. You know the truth. Everyone knows the truth, but every it's, it's like everyone's in denial. I remember before Carter 5 dropped, everyone... People, a lot of people were saying that it wasn't coming. 
It might come. Uh, but when the coming is going to be like, no, no one's going to fuck with it. And then it finally came. And it's like, everyone, everyone's like, wow, like this is amazing. But I don't, I didn't, I never understood why anyone was surprised. And here we are again. He releases another album. And I don't understand why anyone is surprised. This is, this is the, listening to this song, uh, you know, it wasn't this one. It was listening to the intro. The intro was Funeral. Where I even took notes on this shit. I said, Wayne toys with, Wayne toys with the beat and throws around a few lazy and inconsistent flows, reminding you that the best days of Wayne aren't that far behind. That's what I think of the fucking album. You want me to tell you what I think of the album? Fuck what you think of the album. It doesn't matter. It doesn't so, matter. The yeah. album was amazing. So it's, it is amazing. It is amazing. Um, the album is good though. I do like the album. I know it's good. He knows it's good. Relax. We all know it's good. All right. So the album is good, but I don't feel like it's an album. It's not an album. It's Would you album. say it's a mixtape? Yes. You know, it's funny. When I first heard this album, when I first heard this album, I was thinking, damn, this is fucked up because this this is going to come off as mixtape wheezy. Oh, it's very much so. He's rapping. To, like, There's not even no sequence in there. He just puts songs in places. Like, It doesn't even flow. It doesn't flow. It's mad songs. Why does he have 24 songs on the album? Like, it's mad songs. And I, I say one thing. His voice, he has gravitated towards this era sound, but more of his sound with it. So, like, he's evolved, like we was talking about before, evolving with your brand. So, like, he's got the bars. And Wait. You know, let, me, let me tell you what, let me tell you what I mean. Let me tell you what I mean. So, Lil Wayne sometimes sounds dated when he's rapping because he's bar, 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 bar. I love that. But that doesn't work well in this generation. But he was able to put the bars in, but say as little bars as possible. And now it sounds like these, this era, but we're still with his bars and flows, if you get what I'm saying. It's not as much, it's not as complex, it's not as put together, it's not so many metaphors. Like we can understand the shit that he's saying. Like I always understood it, but like everybody can understand now. And it sounds like he's getting better. Like he's getting better in the sense of delivering music for this time. And I just think it was too long and too many, too many songs, too many songs. And it sounds like a mixtape, but it's real. It's good though. Him himself sounds great. He sounds amazing. So are you saying it's not overwhelming to this generation? Oh, it's mad. This is way overwhelming. I don't make it through eight songs. No, no. I'm talking about the, you said he's bar, 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 bar. Like I'm saying his delivery of his music. Is it, is, is it not, are you saying it's not overwhelming? Not, not as much as before. Not as much as before. Yeah. The, the overwhelming part now is the fact that it's so long. It's not the fact that each song, each song was like, wait, two, three minutes, but it's so long, so many songs. You know, I can, I can understand that. There's, when I first heard, when I first heard the album, there was one particular song where I just didn't like it. Um, the song XXX. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, you was telling me that. I didn't like it because I felt like he was too, Remember when when we're talking about my music and I'm talking about like using repetition as yeah. repetition as a as a tool where it becomes easier to learn the song. Yeah. He kept on saying I got thoughts in my head. It's like every his he every bar ended in thoughts in my head, thoughts in my head, thoughts in my head, thoughts in my head, thoughts in my head. So it seemed like as if he ran out of things to say. So then he just kept saying, "Okay, th- this is in my head. This is in my head. This is in my head. This is in my head." And even like it, this whole album, 
I get the feeling of it's like a never ending freestyle. And there's moments where you begin to get, I'm not going to say bored with it, but it's a moment. There's moments where you start to think, oh, this is predictable. He's about to do this or he's about to do this. But then he doesn't do what you're expecting him to do. And that's why you begin to appreciate the album because it's not just an unlimited freestyle. But there are there are some songs where it's like this may be a space saver, yeah, and that makes you feel like yeah I'm just listening to just long ass freestyle because remember if he, he's not writing anything he's just going in there, and he's doing it four or five bars at a time and there's definitely some songs where I feel like okay he probably punched in here, and here and here <laughs> and here and here. Yeah. So what would you rate it? What's your, what's your rating on it? This one, I, w- I would love, I would love, love, love. Yes, I would love to give this a one to ten, but sadly, this one doesn't get a ten. Um, yeah, even Rock looked up. The fuck, <laughs> Mike isn't giving out a ten for Wayne? Nah. Um. He's starting to understand music, y'all. Young nigga energy. Fuck out of here. Anyway, um. Now, the reason why I, I'm not giving it a 10 is because I feel like, <coughs> again, they're space savers. Um, there's songs I feel like shouldn't make it. And there's, there's songs on here that definitely gives it like a mixtape vibe. And it's, it kind of like diminishes, like it diminishes like the, like the longevity of the project itself by having those, those particular projects on it, specifically the XX one. Even though I fucks with, X, I fucks with X, mm-hmm. I like his part. I just that there was like a good, six or eight bars in Wayne's verse that made his verse seem like 10 times longer and just it just hurt the song a lot so yeah uh I'll, I'll give this maybe I'm gonna say 8.5 I'm gonna say 8.5 I'll give it 8.5 all right me I give this a solid eight solid eight solid eight seven point five depending because I did I still didn't make it through the whole thing I told okay. you I that's understandable it. yeah 7.5 eight I love the bars like I, you know I'm a I'm a oh you said old nigga energy like I love balls I love niggas that can rap rap from mm-hmm. so, Wayne just rapping his ass off but it's just so hard to get through the whole thing and I'm not especially because I'm on the move so I'm moving around and I'm I'm listening to this on the go so I'm listening to this on the way to work on my way to link somebody on my way to the um, studio I didn't make it through it so I was like there's no way this can get higher than an eight for me although he balled the shit out of me you know I think one of the one of the most interesting parts about this album is the fact that he doesn't he doesn't conform to twenty twenty. I think this is a good album to start off twenty twenty with. Um because where I understand where like some of like the older generation old old niggas mm-hmm. um are saying everyone sounds alike. Because it seems like everyone is talking about the same thing. No one's going through their own trials and tribulations. Everyone is just getting money and niggas is just after them for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. Um but listening to this, listening to Wayne's album, I'm thinking this man is going through something. He's gone through, he's gone through a few things. And it made me want to touch on the fact that you mentioned before that Lil Wayne hasn't aged well. Like his music hasn't aged well. He, in his career, he hasn't aged well. He hasn't evolved. And it made me think about the fact that why I felt like that was total bullshit. I feel like Wayne is one of those artists where during his peak or during like his golden era where a lot of people caught, caught on to Wayne because mm-hmm. of like his mixtapes and because he was releasing so much music mm-hmm. because he was on all, all these features. They are, they were introduced to Wayne like that. And there's everyone, a lot of people are stuck on that version of Wayne 
and, and wasn't able to adapt and, and grow with him as he grew. Because when I think of Wayne, I think like his growth, I think of like, there's a few songs I'm thinking of where like he isn't just a rapper talking about bitches and money and clothes nah, or drugs. You know, and, you know what song that really like, when I think of Wayne, this is like one of the first songs that comes to my mind when I think of Wayne. Oh my God, if I should this one. Oh, that's not the first song. I was bumping that shit though. Crazy. This is on my fucking list. This is on my fucking list. This is my shirt. So this episode, we're giving out flowers, y'all. We're giving out flowers. Let the beat build, bitch. Yeah, I'm put that bed level, but that shit. Listen, broke. listen. Little Wayne, when I think of Little Wayne as a human being, right? I'm thinking the first track, I'm, I'm thinking of Little Wayne as a human being when I first, the first introduction to Wayne is Block is Hot, right? Mm-hmm. Then I'm thinking about the transition of Little Wayne, him becoming a man. And what does, when I think of Little Wayne, what does Little Wayne look like? Cause I, I remember you, like again, you, you mentioned that he doesn't evolve. And I feel like, and this isn't something that I just heard from you. It's something that I've heard from other people who, only know Wayne for like his turn up music, like the music where he's just like mm-hmm. going in the bar, 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 like as you said. Yeah. But like there's, there's, a, there's some good mentions that I feel like should, should be brought up, right? So we're going to start with, uh, Block is Hot, right? Um, Georgia Bush. The reason why I mentioned Georgia Bush is Georgia Bush, he covers, um, he, he covers what happened after Hurricane Katrina and the fact that the government left everyone in Katrina, left everyone in New Orleans to fend for themselves and felt as if it was almost a conspiracy in the sense where it was almost planned where he he felt as if he and a few other people, uh, it became almost as if it, um, a conspiracy theorist where people in New Orleans believed that the government was plotting against them to tear down the city and move out black people. And he, he spoke, he spoke on this in, um, in, in Georgia Bush where he referred, um, <coughs> He referred to uh, President George Bush at the time as Georgia Bush. Yeah, I know, the, I know the song. Uh, the the third song is President Carter. Uh, I say President Carter because in President Carter he covers gun violence, and here in, in this point in time, this is like right, this is in between. This is actually on "I Am Not a Human Being" too. This is after he's had he's had his most successful album at, d- during the time. Uh, this is right after. Uh, this is we're at this point like two albums after Carter three. He's already at this point he's already passed what everyone would say a lot of people would say as his prime, but he is still like going back to his community and like you know building awareness. This is the activist of Wayne. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think when people think of Little Wayne they think of like an activist. Um, and then uh, on Carter five like he talks about um suicide an open letter. And these are songs where. I don't think anyone, when, when people think of Lil Wayne, I feel like these are, these are songs where like he's, he's not making them for himself. He's making them for his community. He's making them for people who feel like him or that are in his predicament. And I, I don't feel like Wayne gets the credit that he should be getting when, you know, when he, when he has songs like this. Like Wayne isn't all like pills, sex and drugs. Even though in this album, there's a lot of him talking about like exploring, uh, different pills and stuff like that. So let me ask you a question. Go ahead. I just mentioned uh, a few songs where, I felt like there was growth in Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. But again, we're talking about the funeral, the, the the new album. What's one or two songs where that you listened to, to an album, you were just like, nah, man, like these, the, the, this was trash. This didn't belong on the album. Um, 
if I would have made it through, I probably could have given you, gave you a couple. And once I heard it, they were good. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like them. Like, it just sounded like a mixtape, but I like them. So it's not like, oh shit, like he's giving me bullshit because I would have made it past the first four songs. So I like them. Like, this song right here. Dreams. I like this shit. Like, I do it. No, this is, I do it. This is, uh, I do it. I don't talk shit, bitch. I do it. They say all facts, but don't prove shit. You and my way need to move, bitch. Shut the fuck up, no excuses. This a win-win, so I'm so choosy money. Like this, like the songs aren't bad, but it's like like this song. This song was on the Carter too, right? And this song, like that whole album was like concise, and this didn't feel concise. Like this shit right here. If y'all don't know this is this is called Shooter with Lil Wayne and Robin Thicke. Yeah. Okay. Niggas was outside for this one. I bought my homie along for the ride. He came in to come out. Ride. I heard some like down on the floor. But that song is like super dope. And he was, he was, he was missing songs like, he was missing songs like that. Dreams. Dreams? Dreams. Alright, let me see what dreams is hitting for. But, yo, to the listeners, if y'all didn't, if y'all didn't realize it already, we're doing an artist breakdown of Lil Wayne. It's, um, it's Young Michael's favorite artist. He grew up on Lil Wayne, and he just dropped the album. Last time we dropped the album, we wasn't able to do a, um, an artist breakdown. So we just, you know what? Let's do an artist breakdown of Lil Wayne. We're gonna break him down all, all totality. So we just talk about his music and his catalog right now and just talk about some things that he got going on and some things that he's done for the community, things that he's done for the culture and how he's influenced the culture. And and compared to this album and how he's transitioning from his golden age and his um, his peak of his career to the latter the latter of his career. Although it's the latter, it's still good, but it's just not wheezy that we're used to for me. But we're going to get more into that shortly. But young Michael, tell me... How has Lil Wayne influenced you? Like, how has he helped you in your life and, like, what's going on with you? Like, how's, how has Lil Wayne influenced you? I can tell you exactly how Lil Wayne influenced me. I remember um, I grew up, uh, growing up in Coney Island, right? There's a there's a mixture of people. You got black people, Spanish people, a lot of Russian people. And um, I remember I wanted, uh, I wanted, having a whole bunch of white-ass girlfriends, I, I decided when I grew up, I want to be a fucking rock star. I want to have long, greasy hair. Oh, and I want to, I want to have bitches. Long, greasy hair and bitches. Like, that's what I want. And, um, I quickly, uh, quickly, quickly came to the, uh, the cultural understanding that that doesn't fit in long, greasy hair doesn't really fit in, um, the black culture. Cause when I'm saying long, greasy hair, I mean like, like bone straight. I'm talking rock, like literal rock stars. Like what, like, yeah. like what your cousin was playing for me recently, uh, your crib. Yeah, that, that shit. Oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> like suicide silence motherfuckers, those guys. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, uh, I had to pull that one way back. Yeah. That, that's the kind of, that's kind of uh, girls I was fucking at the time. Girls that listen to suicide silence. Thank God for um BT. <laughs> anyway, um, so what I was saying was watching Lil Wayne. I remember the first uh the first time I, I saw him, I saw a Lil Wayne video was 
um, him and Fat Joe, he was sitting on a pile of money. He was throwing money. And I was thinking that guy looks like he, he looks calm. He looks relaxed. He has money. He has plenty of bitches around him. And he has the long, greasy hair. This is the life that I want to fucking live. I want to be like Lil Wayne. I didn't know what the fuck he did. I was like, I just want to be like that nigga. Um, and then I started learning more about him, like, like the kind of music that he make and just listen to his music made me realize that this guy really can say whatever the fuck he wants to say and no one's going to judge him. And even if they do, it's all okay because he's an artist and he's just expressing himself, his, himself. So Lil Wayne just taught me that, you know, just to live life and be free, no matter what it means. Like, don't worry about what other people think about you. Just focus on doing you and being the best at being you. So yeah, that, that's what Lil Wayne did for me. That's Lil Wayne did for me. Um, what Lil Wayne did for me? Lil Wayne actually changed my perspective on music in a sense. How so? So like, coming up, I listened to a lot of East Coast music. Mm-hmm. And I listened to a lot of, like, down South music, but like, Young Jeezy and T.I. and Ludacris and them. Not really like, the funny guys. Like, I didn't really listen to the funny guys. Like, I really didn't listen to Andre too much. Although Andre could rap, I didn't listen to Andre too much. I didn't listen to a lot of West Coast rappers because they sounded weird to me at the time. And I listened to a lot of East Coast, so I listened to Cameron and Fab and Jim Jones and 50 and Jay-Z. This is people I listened to. And then I heard Six Minutes of Death with Lil Wayne, Cassidy, um, Lil Wayne, Fabulous, and Cassidy, if I'm not mistaken. Six Minutes of Death, Lil Wayne, Cassidy, and Fabulous. That shit changed my life. <laughs> Y'all heard that shit? I was like, who? Like, I knew who Lil Wayne was because of Cash um, cash Money, mm-hmm. but he couldn't rap back then. In all honesty, he couldn't rap back then. And I hear, this, I hear him come on. I'm like, hey, the fuck? Who is this? He said, Lil Wayne. I was like, it's not the same Lil Wayne that I know. Like, this is not little, little nappy-headed Lil Wayne. This is this is not him. It's not little little boy that was not tatted. Feel me? He was 16 at the time. He By the time then, I think he was like 21 or something like that. Now he's a beast. So I'm hearing him. I'm like... Let me do a little bit more research. Then I go listen to the Carter 2. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> then I go listen to the droughts. I'm like, hmm, okay. And, yo, he just made me understand, like, it doesn't have to be traditional. He doesn't have to sound traditional to be good. And he just made me appreciate music more in a, a whole different totality. Like, I listen to Wayne now. I'm like, yo. He's rapping circles around these niggas. That he can rap circles around damn near everybody in the game. Like I've heard him get on tracks with the greatest, Jay Z, Drake, Eminem. Eminem. I'm not sure he got on track with Cole right now, but he he's got on tracks with those three, and he giving them a run for their money. The only artist to actually get on the track with Eminem, and Eminem doesn't have a better verse than him. So you just have to put that in there. I'm just saying. Just saying, but so I'm like, he's he's changed the game. He's he's literally changed the game, and like, he's everybody wants to be him. In all honesty, every artist that's out now wants to be him. Facts. He's he's influenced every single sound that's out currently. His influence to the culture, he is, is the fucking culture. Bro. It has surpassed what people realize because you listen to all these young rappers. He was the first, well, he was one of the first rappers that was singing that, that couldn't sing. <laughs> nah, seriously, he was one of the first ones. He was singing before he could sing. He was rapping and he was saying all the crazy shit like, he made being pussy cool. 
Definitely. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I learned how to eat pussy by listening to Little Wayne songs. So I pussy monster? Yes. You know what's yo, <laughs> you know what's funny? I remember listening to Pussy Monster thinking, I'ma eat my girlfriend pussy just like that. Never ate pussy before. I I think at that time I probably was I wasn't even really fucking. Like I only did like a couple times by then, but I was still practicing and shit. You know what I mean? But you know like when you I uh, you you don't not you don't you don't you you fucked but you're not a professional yet. Like That's you you don't know what's the strategy going in yet. Yeah. Listen to Pussy Monster. I, no, this is the fucking strategy. He's a pussy. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna eat some pussy today. I'm gonna eat that pussy tomorrow. Listen, I remember because of, because of Little Wayne. Little Wayne's got me some pussy. Little Wayne's definitely got me some pussy. Oh, hi. Little Wayne got me some pussy too. I've played. I yo. I've played Pussy Monster to girls just so they know my time. <laughs> just so you know, this is the kind of music I like. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. All right, so this is what Little Wayne has done for me. You talk about what Little Wayne's done for you. Yeah. What do you think? Um, as you mentioned, like you, you mentioned his impact on the culture. If you were Little Wayne right now, right? Mm-hmm. How would you feel about like being surrounded by a bunch of like knockoffs? How 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 do you innovate? Because you mentioned before about him not aging well, him not evolving. How would if you were Little Wayne? How would you see evolving? What is what what does evolution look like for you? Um, because Lil Wayne seems like he's like the Amazon of rap right now. The Amazon of rap, more like I say, like the Microsoft, not Amazon. Well, Amazon's bigger than Microsoft. No, but Microsoft set set the way for everything. Okay, so okay. like for the sound that's now, he set the way. He said the Amazon had just it just took took whatever he did and just blew the shit up. Amazon's bigger than everything, but he set he set the trend for th- that particular sound. But how would I feel? I'd be happy. I'd be like to- wholeheartedly happy because I know my my legacy is stamped for life. Like nobody can take nothing from me, regardless of the fact that like, that's one thing that anybody says. Little Wayne, although Little Wayne is not the same Little Wayne as before, although Little Wayne has fallen off, although Little Wayne is not considered the best rapper out right now. His legacy is impeccable. He has a discography that but few can really touch. And that being said, like, who wouldn't want a bunch of mini-me's running around and you'd be like, yo, I birthed you. Like, you my little nigga. You my son. Like, you my toy soldier. I, I, I've struggled with it. Like, I was in the studio one time and um, an artist... Wanted to get on a beat that I was recording on. It was my song, mm-hmm. and I was like, at first I was like, "Hell no," because there's no need. Because I'm not doing any features. You know how I feel about features right now. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like splits. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like if you're not going, if you if you don't have a larger following than I, then why the then I'm in I'm, I'm at a point to right now. If you don't have a larger following than I, you can help you can't help me grow. Then why the fuck would I even do music with you? But nevertheless, what I'm saying is, so the artist jumps on he jumps on the beat and he starts rapping and immediately he like copycats my flow like he's. Kanye West said it best. He's a fucking soundbiter. Like, he, that nigga bit my shit. And I thought it was kind of weird because he did it in front of me. And I was thinking, I was immediately thinking, 
if it wasn't for the fact that like we're in um we're in this social circle where we're supposed to be cool, I would probably be slapping the shit out of you right now. That's horrible. Can I teach you a lesson right now? Especially when it comes to features. Some people like the creative gene to come up with their own flow at times. It's just a, it's just a proven fact. Some people like the creative gene. So they will, if somebody's on before them, they will copy them. I worked so hard on this flow. <laughs> you know, I worked so hard to get, to, to get out of the pocket, which we've spoke about. Mm-hmm. And for you to just come along and try to just pussyfoot your way in, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're not committed. Like it, 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 it's offensive to me. And you know, Little Wayne had touched on this. Little Wayne had touched on it where he was like, "Um, don't compare me to these other guys because it's offensive to me." Low key. Then, then he was like, "Low key, um, fat. Low key. What is? I'm, I'm missing a word. When you're um, fabricated. No, no, no. He was like, "It's don't compare me to these other guys because it's." Uh, it's offensive. To, uh, it's offensive to me. Low key, when know. you're complimented and you feel, um, I don't know. I don't know. Damn, son, this is real fucked up. But <laughs> low, low key, uh, it's flattering. Uh, flattering. Yeah. Fuck, it's flattering. So he had mentioned, don't compare me to these other guys because it's offensive to me. Low key, it's flattering me. So when you said when you told me that I, you know. Don't don't take offense to it because basically like he's paying he's almost paying homage to you. I'm like okay yeah that's all cool and dandy but fuck like don't do it like that. Like and again, Little Wayne has a lot of good fucking quotes, man. There's a lot of good fucking quotes. And honestly, Little Wayne, let's, let's talk about Little Wayne. What he's outside of the sound now. What else he's given to hip hop? He's given us two of the best rappers to ever do it. Especially he gave us probably. Arguably the best female rapper to ever do it in Nicki Minaj. He's given us probably the best rapper of our era right now. Um, when it comes to like music and charting and numbers and stuff like that, it's arguable about his con- his actual wordplay, or whatever. But the sense of I have a question for you because you just because you're talking you, you're talking about Drake. Yes, Aubrey. Yes, but so Lil Wayne um is the most uh, is the most um awarded act. Of all time right now, but and he's more um he is bigger than I, I remember when this happened. I think it was like a, like like five six years ago when they uh, they announced that Lil Wayne at this point is now uh, bigger than Elvis Presley. I can believe it. And he has outsold the song um, "Blue Suede Shoes" by Elvis Presley. Okay. With this in mind, right? How does this fall in line with Drake? Because Drake has done a lot. In in the short period of time, and it's crazy to think that Drake has only been here for a short period of time. Ten years, but what he's been able to accomplish within the, these ten years, and how he's done it, to me, it's only been a short period of time because he's he's rapping and he's singing. But for some reason, we don't see Drake just as a rapper or Drake just as a singer. We see him as Drake. Drake. He's com- he's he's made his own. Is this a genre? Is is Drake a genre? No, Drake is not a fucking genre. Is he too. a sound? What the fuck Drake, is Drake? Drake, Drake, Drake is, Drake had, Drake is Drake in it, like, uh, <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking like about. Drake, Drake is, like, like what she, um, like our past guest, Emperor said, mm-hmm. when we played the, um, Life is Good, Drake, Drake did, like, Drake has the Midas touch. It's just the proven fact. Drake has the Midas touch. And we had to thank Lil Wayne for that. We had to appreciate Lil Wayne for that, cause he's seen what nobody else saw. And 
he let him have free reign to do what he wanted, which is very important. People don't understand that. Like, I can see you, young Mike. I can see you working mm-hmm. on music, but I won't let you do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like some people, like, like he had that much faith in his artists. And it's not to say I, that, I don't have that much faith in you, but you, um, but some people aren't polished yet. Like, really know how their sound. Hold on, I wasn't insulting Back you. Back up. Back up. I was insulting you. The fuck you just say? I said Drake. He, Drake knew his sound before Drake was. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about the part where he's like, you said Wayne let Drake do whatever the fuck he wanted. I can't do. let you do whatever the fuck. But you want. then, what the fuck you mean? You can't let me do whatever the fuck I want. Who are you to let anything? Um, my game, my name is Skills S K I L L Z, also known by You Know Skills. Um, you can follow me on all social medias. Um, so back to what you <laughs> can and can't let me do, I, like. In my eyes, everybody got to have somebody in the corner that sits sit there and says no. <laughs> now, everybody got to have that. You know, it's funny. I already, I already, I'm already thinking of the song. <laughs> no. like, everybody everybody, says, everybody has, to, has to have that. And I think Lil Wayne was that for Drake, but he let him just run free and do whatever he wanted. So, boom, I could be as big as Drake. You can't be as big as Drake. It's amazing. Yes, yes. But I will tell you no when it's no. But my point here is basically... Lil Wayne has brought two of the most influential, biggest, successful male and female artists. And he did that and still made great music. Like, remember Young Money? Yes. Do you yes. Remember young, he gave us Young Money? Gutter, Gutter, Tiger. Tiger's another very successful mm-hmm. artist. He has yes. three successful ones, but not as big as them two. But Tiger's another one. He had Gutter, Gutter. Um, it's just like, what he's done and it's like Tiger was a very was a party rapper. Like he he might not have like no oh, much hits right now that like we could like play and like the like a younger generation would recognize it. But like he had a lot of party hits where it's like anytime you go to a party, all his music his music is being played. Played, nigga. I'm not gonna lie to you. Tiger has hits now. No, I'm no 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 no. no. Like, no like, I know he has hits now. He he his comeback. Sorry, Big Soldier. Uh, sorry, Draco. But uh, Tiger definitely that it was his year. <laughs> it was his year. Cause this, when this shit dropped, I was like, "Oh yeah, here we go." I'm gonna have to stand up. Do you dance? Go ahead, do you dance? Do you dance? Oh, hold up. Oh, wait a minute. Hey. Oh. 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 That's my old nigga dance. I got it down pat. Oh. Oh. Nah, it's easy. Nah, but it, what? but seriously though, he's gave he's given us artists like this. And I don't put in the comment section if y'all like my dances. Like I'm I'm dead ass. My old nigga dance. I be getting bitches with that. What? Yeah, they like they like the young nigga doing the old nigga dance. <laughs> they like that young nigga old nigga shit. So, alright, so we we talk about his influence on the culture. His discography speaks for itself. People don't know he's won several Grammys, mm-hmm. platinum records, Facts. number one records, number one albums, platinum albums. I it's, it's it's a very long list. He's been a part of some of the greatest, one of the greatest groups ever in Cash Money. People don't know that. He's had one of the greatest independent careers. He's put, um, he's put, um, put out 
three great artists. Gutter Gutter is horrible. I don't like that guy too much. He's really bad to me. But um, single-handedly carried his label for nigga. a decade. Yeah, a decade. Yeah, damn near. Everybody ate off of this one artist. And everybody, hey, help, help. You know, it's, you know, it's sad. What? I always, when I first started rapping, I always kept asking this question: How the fuck can Little Wayne be spending all this money and then and not? Um, when he he'll say, "I haven't spent the check yet with the Carter too," and I'd be thinking, "How the fuck can he? How does he even know he didn't spend Carter two money? Like, no one's that rich where they they like, yeah, I didn't spend." Oh, eight money yet? Oh, I didn't spend ninety nine money yet, <laughs> and but right. now here we are, fifteen years later. Oh, and you get it. Oh, and it's crazy because I was even it's even like so crazy to the point to where Drake, um, there was like he he was suing at one point in time he was suing Young Money and Cash Money, um, because he hadn't seen any of the money from his albums. Yeah. And to think that, so Drake was just living off of show money, like, and, and whatever endorsements that he had available to him. Or what, sponsorships and all that shit. Drake. Imagine that, y'all. Like, we, we talking about, like, the biggest artist in the world is only living off of show money. Even he's being shortchanged. That's some shit. That's some, that's some, that's some serious that's shit. Tall, that's tall money. So, it, it really fucking is. But, um, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you this, right? Yeah. So, here we have we have Lil Wayne um has all these multi platinum plaques. How many how many of his songs do you do you know if any if he's uh if any of his songs have gone diamond? Diamond? I, I can't I, can, I don't know that number off the top of my head. I don't know. I'm about to Google it. Possibly I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Because Drake has has a diamond hit off of God's Plan. No, was it God's Plan? Mm-hmm. It's God's Plan, okay. It's God's Plan. I think he had um In Your Feelings too, I'm not sure. Kiki, do you love me? But I wouldn't be surprised if Little Wayne has one. I don't just know. I don't know that at the top of my head. But I want to ask you. What's up? Um, where do you rank him all time? Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. Bro, look. I'm gonna tell you just like this. All right. There's only two people. Two. There's only two. There's only two rappers. There's only two. Which is sounds kind of sad because I fuck with a lot of other rappers, but there's only two. It's Jay Z and Little Wayne. Okay. That's it. That's a. That's all that really matters. Jay Z and Lil Wayne. So he's. What is he number two all time? Fuck. Like Jay Z only comes first because he's from Brooklyn. Bro. I'm dead ass. Like if. So Jay Z and I and I say this because Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne helped me get through my childhood. Mm-hmm. Jay Z is helping me, um, get through adulting. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Like all right. My car got stolen the other day. Again. Again, right? <laughs> this time, like last time I called the police to try to locate the car. This time I ain't, like, I was like, man, fuck that. I just need to get my car back. Listening to Jay-Z is probably why, like, I'm not in jail right now. Cause that nigga definitely would have lost his life. You would have called Tata? <laughs> you would have called your Tata? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You would have called so, your Tata? And it's crazy cause I did call Tata, but it just so happened. That Tata phone was dead, so I just I, I just had to go get my car back myself. Oh yeah, yeah. I but heard, I heard that conversation. Long story short, bro, like, it's Jay Jay Z then Lil Wayne, but like damn, son, like Lil Wayne. Like, so, you put, so you put him at number two. Why, why you put him at number? Two? Why you put him at number two for? Because Lil Wayne, fundamentally, 
Little Wayne gives me like the the perspective that I can accomplish anything in life and I just need to focus on being myself and being free. Jay-Z is more so like I, I can I can look forward to like planning steps, like how to work with other people. Like when I think of Little Wayne, I think of I don't have to give a fuck about anybody else. Just give a fuck about myself. Mm. Little Wayne gives me when I think of Little Wayne, I think of like life. I think of like freedom. I think about freedom, being free. Well, how about you? I put Little Wayne at Little Wayne's like at seven or eight for me. Seriously? Seven or eight. He's in my top though to be in my top ten, you have to be extremely talented. Extremely talented. And the only reason why he even dropped that much to me was because of his his accusation of Gilly the Kid. You know what Gilly the Kid is? Yeah. I don't I like Gilly the Kid now. When I was growing up, I didn't like him. I was like, who the fuck is this guy just showing up with people's fucking video shoots calling all this? What is fucking havoc? Yeah. But Gilly the Kid basically uh, uh, allegedly wrote Little Wayne's raps for a period of time. So, did you know that? Somebody get Gilly on the phone. Did you know that, though? <laughs> so, no, I didn't. You know what's great? That's, that makes sense. Because people kept saying Gilly. Like, Jack. When I was in the studio with Jack, Jack kept saying, oh, Gilly was writing Wayne's raps. Gilly was but um, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's alleged, but it's it just it's with a grain of salt. So it's like, I right, you had to put that in consideration because that wasn't the only person you heard that from. But he he came out and said it. So I'm like, I understand, and I say Jay Z is better. So, than, are we are we taking away from Wayne because there's an accusation that he didn't write some of his music? Away, we take we take away from him. a lot of people. That nigga, if that's the case. Dr. Dre would be one of the greatest rappers ever, but he don't write his music. But, bro, this is, what I'm saying is if we're doing that, it got to be across the board, bro. Like, yeah, we do do it across like, the board. Who? who? Beyonce ain't that popping. Like, no, no, that's singing, bro. We're not talking about no, singing. No, no, yes, no, no, the, no. That's not fair. Nigga, we're talking about rap. You know what rap is? You know what rap generates from? It's... It comes from beatboxing, right? It mm-hmm. comes it comes from DJing. Mm-hmm. And then people got on. They started um, they, um, mixing... Um, mm-hmm. Disco, they they mixing disco, mm-hmm. and then it goes into hip hop. They start rapping over the beat, and everything's original. Everything's off the top of your head. Everything's a freestyle, and it went from being a freestyle to writing it down, from writing it down to going in the studio production, and then but you still have to write your own shit. Okay, and that's 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 why it's rap. I'm not told. I said biggest rap. I didn't say biggest. Uh, I didn't say artist. Beyonce is an artist. She's a singer. We know singers get writers. Every great singer has an art has somebody writing for them. Rappers don't have people writing for them. They're, that's why they their pen game is considered so great. That's why a lot of old niggas don't like the young niggas. Their pen game is shit. I'm not saying Lil Wayne pen game is bad. Lil Wayne pen game is great. But he's not in my top five because of that accusation. That's why. But that doesn't take nothing from him. I'm not taking away from his discography. I'm not taking away what he did for the culture. I'm not taking about his influence. Nothing like that. I'm just saying due to that accusation and the fact that he's never said that it didn't happen. He's never said, yo, nigga did not write for me. Yeah, bro. Son. Didn't Drake said that he's not going to give attention to niggas that, like, throws dirt on, on his name? Because it's only going to give them, more, like, more attention. Yeah, he said that after that shit happened. Nigga, the little Drake didn't say it first. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> shit don't mean shit at that point. <laughs> Man, fuck it. Nah, but Lil Wayne's still Lil in my Wayne's top ten. number two. All right. And that's why that's why this is all opinion based. That's why we're breaking it down. But that's why I broke it down why he falls in that category for me. And another thing is the reason why he fell in that category is he didn't age gracefully. 
He didn't. He didn't. He didn't age gracefully. That is bullshit. He didn't age gracefully. Right, boom. Um, funeral. The song is bastard. Quotation. Um, Satan's kid. Satan's kid. Satan's kid. Little Wayne actually covers the his childhood and his lack of having a, a of. Little Wayne covers the effects of growing up in a dysfunctional household. Okay. Bro, you know, come he, on. You know, Who expects shit like this from Little Wayne? When you think of Little Wayne, people usually think of, oh, that's that nigga with the diamond teeth in his mouth with the long hair talking about eating pussy, fucking bitches, throwing money, and, and just more fuckery. You know, this nigga just talked about the, the 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 trials and tribulations of growing up in a dysfunctional home, watching it, watching his father treat his mother like shit, and how that's turned him into a nigga that treats other people like shit. My my biggest thing about that is he's now doing that. He's been doing it, fucking Georgia Bush, nigga, President Carter. You nigga, know these songs, niggas. He was he that's that was him in his peak time. I'm talking about there's a there's a period of time mm-hmm. when Little Wayne was pulling out bullshit. Pure bullshit. Bro, listen. Nigga, the Carter Four is probably is one of the worst rec- albums that I've ever heard. Even. That's a lie. That's a lie. The Carter Four? That's a lie. So you're saying the Carter Four is the worst album you've ever heard? No, I didn't say that. I, said, I about to say, because last year, no. there was a whole lot of albums that could have no. made it to that fucking no, list. No, no, I didn't say that. I said one of the worst albums I've he- ever heard him be a part of. No, that's bullshit. I think, nigga. I think Rebirth was, uh, like his rock album. I, don't, I think Carter Four is better than that. Nigga, well, I am not a human being too. That was kind of bad. I am not a human too. Rebirth and the Carter Four. Before the Carter Five, he had three albums that were shit. That's why I say he didn't he didn't age gracefully. And as he realized, yo, I think I'm out of touch. And then he became in, in tune, and he's like, all right. But there was out a period of time. trying new shit, bro. No, he wasn't trying new shit. There, he he because, did a fucking rock listen, album. Listen, 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 listen. Jay Z did the Holy Grail, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of his um Russia albums. That album was still good though. But that was one of his worst albums because he was trying new shit. Nigga, this nigga tried new shit. That album sucked. And I love Wayne. You heard me give him his flowers, but I'm going to be real with the nigga too. Like, come on now. Satan's kid, man. That's all I got to say to that one. But I give, I, Lil Wayne is in my top 10. He's in my top 10 because of everything he's done. I love Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, I would love to work with you. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I, I, I love the guy. You want to give any closing remarks about Little Wayne before we move on? Alexa, play the goat. I had a dream. I was broke. No diamonds or no gold. No saddest story I ever told. This gives me nightmares of the bottom, Phil. Yes, yes, All right. Next, next segment. Right, next segment. So, go ahead. Go, you do it. Big shout outs to, um, Breezeville. My cousin. I love him very much. Up and coming artist. He's from Brooklyn. I'm not fucking with him right now because he's supposed to be here and he's not here. So I gotta, I gotta let it be known. This is my cousin. This is Breezeville. He's an up and coming artist. He got a lot of good shit going for him. And believe it or not, um, 
there's a lot of people looking into them right now. So uh, I wanted to uh, spread the love, share the energy, and let you guys know uh, what's going on on my side of the world. Because I did say that I have better friends than you. And I want you to know um, who my friends are and my friends' friends. Because my friends even have better friends than you. So... Rizavel, uh, Nada, uh, the song is kind of, this song is, is a little older, but, uh, for the purpose of content, I figured that this would be good because Kid Kid from G Unit is actually on this song. So this song is called Nada by Rizavel. You spell his name B-R-E-E-Z-A-V-E-L-L featuring Kid Kid. It's Kid Kid with two D's. So this is Nada. You know who Kid Kid is? 50 Cent's Kid Kid. Hi, so here we go. Took me a shower, sour, got me stink. Holds me grinding. Now they want the link. I get more neck than them Cuban links. Got more connects than them Cuban things. Bulletproof whip. Like I'm in a tank. Cops try to stop me. So I switch lane. Chicks wet now. Cause I can make it rain. No metro car, but she let us run the train. Do 30 work. But we leave no stain. She addicted to me like cocaine before it was no way. These haters don't know me. Nope. Holds wanna stay with me. Nope. Enemies say they know me, but they can't get a thing from me. These haters don't know me. Nope. Holds wanna stay with me. Again, my nigga, my motherfucking nigga. I ride for my niggas, my motherfucking niggas. <laughs> Listen, uh, shout out to Breeze Val. Again, that's my cousin. That's my big bro. Uh, he always looked out for me. Uh, he made sure that I was straight when I was younger. He gave me my first pair of Pradas. Hand-me-downs with them shits was fresh. <laughs> I had the bitches on my dick. Um, before we get into the breakdown of this song, one of the main reasons why I wanted to play this song was, uh, wish, I really wish Breeze Val was here to talk about this. Um, this wasn't the original song, guys. Uh, this, uh, when he, this song is five years old. He released the original song. Long story short, uh, it got the attention of Kid Kid. It got the attention of 50 Cent. And there was talks about, uh, a potential record deal. So originally when we started making music, right? When I say, when I say we, I'm, I wasn't here for the process of making this song, but I'm talking as an artist. When you start talking about, when you start thinking about getting into music and usually people are just thinking about, making music and fulfilling their dreams but there's never it, it, it's not too often where we have like a, a clear plan of where we want to go and how we want to do it 
We just know that this is something that we want to do and we're going to do whatever we need. We're going to do whatever it needs to be done to get it done, to accomplish the goal. Long story short, you can do it. This isn't a conversation that, that Breeze has had. Even, even though that, that things didn't pan out to go exactly the way we wanted it to, this isn't a conversation where, um, even though it didn't end in the record deal, Breeze's career was over. Cause since then he has made, he has done a lot of su- uh, successful things. Like I said, it was, that was five years ago. He's done a lot of successful things. He's working with, uh, bigger and better people, bigger and better people. And, um, like I said, he's doing a lot of positive things. So again, shout out to Breeze. Thank you for, uh, the positive vibes, the positive energy. And now it's time, you know, get down to the breakdown. Go ahead. You already made the mid conversation. Go ahead. Keep going. So, <laughs> um, when I first heard this song, uh, I really liked it a lot. I think the hook is amazing. I think the hook is spot on. And I think this is a song, even though it's five years old, um, it hasn't, there's no, it doesn't make me feel like I'm listening to a song that's 20 or 30 years old. I can listen to this beat. I can listen to the beat in the hook now and I don't mind playing it in the car. But it is five years old and you, it sounds like it's five years old, but it doesn't give, it doesn't make me feel like I can't listen to this at all. So, um, the, I would say one of the parts of the song that I struggled most, most with was, uh, the verse. I felt it was parts in the verse where he was rushing through it and he was trying to fit everything into a four count. And I don't think you should have to rush your music, but again, this is five years old and, I, this is this isn't exactly when he first started rapping, but this is him like filling in his shoes. So I can definitely listen to like his new music now. Like he just released a he just released a song not too long ago. Um, but just thinking about like how he sounds now versus like how he sounded like five years ago, there's a lot of growth. All right, what'd you so, rate? What'd you rate it? This uh, we're doing a one out of ten. Yeah, I'm gonna say this is like a a six point five. Yo, rock. What's in the water? What's in the water right now? This nigga's Waller. I'm gonna say, and it's only because, it's only because I know, I know him. I know where he's at now compared to then. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time back then, it was a, it was a 8.5, but seeing so much growth and, and, and where he can go with music, nah, this is a 6.5. But it's not a bad 6.5. This is a solid, it's like, it's a, it's a 6.5, man. It is what it is. Alright, so, I heard the song, and it sounds redundant. It sounds redundant, like fuck you. Nah, it sounds it sounds redundant. That's my family. No, 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 no. But the nigga, he could, he could rap. He could rap. He could rap. The production on it is dope. That the mixing of it mm-hmm. is dope. Um, kid, kid part sounds like he was in the room when he recorded it. It sounds like it got sent to him, and then mm-hmm. he, you could tell like it got sent to him. I can hear it. But the song is good. I think it's catchy. It's a nice little bop to it. So, the song is pretty good. I like it. I give it honestly a seven because nigga can rap. I give it a solid seven. Seven. That's amazing how we're not that far off from each other. I think we're becoming more aligned. But Breeze always in my eyes is gonna be a ten. That's my nigga for life, big bro. I love you. I got you. Um, yeah, this was an amazing episode. I wish he could have been here because this there's an empty seat here. There's nobody talking into this mic, and <laughs> Rock set it up. Fuck, Breeze, you're making me look bad, bro. I could have had mad YouTube views and shit, bro. Come on, you fucking my shit up. Anyway, young real estate nigga with an attitude. Bow, shout out Fabio. Pop smoke, hold it down, hold your head. Shit, look.
This is the breakdown, y'all. Skills. What's going on? This is the breakdown podcast. I go by the name of Skills alongside my co-host, Young Michael. We shutting down right now. Holla at y'all. Peace. Peace.